Whether you are starting a business or running a business, maybe you are producing a podcast like The Kara Golden Show. Let's face it, it's always way harder than one might expect. Lots of little details, meticulous planning, producing product, guest coordination, editing, promoting each episode. It's all a ton of work. Managing merchandise, managing cases and book sales too, layer after layer of complexity. And if you're like me, looking for ways to operate more efficiently and effectively is the name of the game. That's why I'm going to let you in on a little secret. ShipStation, the tool that is here to help you and you need to know all about it. With ShipStation, you can integrate with all the places you sell online, optimize your shipping, save costs and time. Personally, ShipStation has been a lifesaver for me. Its automation features allow me to manage orders from anywhere and print shipping labels with just a click. Seriously, it's that easy. And the cost savings? Unbelievable. With discounts up to 89% off carrier rates, you can't go wrong. Significant savings. And who doesn't want that? An easy-to-use dashboard, robust reporting. Oh, and did I mention that over 130,000 companies have leveraged ShipStation to grow their businesses? Not much churn either. 98% of them stay with ShipStation because it truly works. ShipStation is it. So if you're ready to streamline your shipping process and focus more on what you love, head over to ShipStation.com, the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code CARA to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, code CARA. Use code CARA for a free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com, promo code CARA. I am unwilling to give up. That I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out. Knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control. 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 Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders. We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Kara Golden Show. I am so excited to have my next guest here. We have Steph Chen, who is the founder and CEO of an incredible brand called Any Day. It is a modern cookware brand that is so, so awesome. And I'm so excited to have her here today to talk a little bit more about how she developed it and what it is exactly as I tease you into wanting to get online and order it right away. But since its launch in 2021, the brand has garnered the attention of culinary notables like Mamafuku founder David Chang. And like I said, I just love this brand, not only for the tiny chefs like me uh, that are not uh, excellent cooks uh, that want to throw things in the microwave, but this really will help you to become a pro at blanching, toasting, simmering, cooking full meals, 
And I just really, really love it. So anyway, without further ado, Steph, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here, truly. Super, super excited. So talk to me a little bit about how did any day come about? It was a very serendipitous accident. And much like, do you know the origins of the microwave? No, I don't actually. I'd love to hear it. Long time ago, decades ago, basically, scientist was developing this new technology. He happened to have a chocolate bar sitting in his pocket. As this technology was being developed, he realized that his chocolate bar melted. And he's like, what is going on here? It's, as we all know, the microwave is amazing for melting chocolate, amongst many other things. Um, but I, just like probably you and I would say like 95% of America, I didn't start off as like a particular microwave enthusiast by any means. I was just, I used it just like everyone else does. I reheat leftovers, I reheat coffee, and that was basically the extent of what I did. Sometimes frozen food. Um, and it was totally by accident. We were actually in progress of developing what was meant to be just like a food storage product. Mm. It was going to be glass food storage, a glass bowl with a glass lid. And we were like, what else can this do besides just like reheat food? And so we decided to put chicken in there, which if you've never cooked chicken in the microwave, can be a transformative experience if you do it right. Mm -hmm. um, so, so delicious. Um, but we put chicken in there and we're like, let's put the chicken in here to like start it off and then maybe we'll finish it in the oven. But then it came out of the microwave and it was like perfectly cooked chicken. And we were stunned by that because none of us had ever tried that before. Didn't even know it was a thing that you could put raw food in a microwave and have it come out cooked. Um, and it led me down this wild rabbit hole of figuring out everything that I could about what microwave cooking is and is it a thing that could be useful to society at large? Um, and what I discovered was basically that the answer is a resounding yes. That's awesome. How long did it take you from that process of, you know, trying what you just described to actually creating this product? So I would say... From the pivot in, in towards microwaves, from there, I think we launched in, it was about two years. Hmm. Um, and so there was, a, there was a long period where I was researching, basically doing desk research, talking to chefs, talking to people to see whether, is, this, is there a nugget of an idea here that is, is currently not recognized by society for the value that it could potentially have? Um, and I basically discovered that, like you said, people like David Chang of Momofuku and Kenji Lopez Alt of Serious Eats and the New York Times and Mark Bittman and all of these very big name chefs and food writers that I had personally had a lot of respect for. They had all come out and been like, hey, guys, like microwave cooking is awesome. Like, yeah. did you know that you could steam perfect broccoli in like two minutes and like eggplant is amazing and like shrimp is awesome and seafood. And I was like, what is this? This is crazy. Um, and so I knew there was something there that, that there was that that's where like the opportunity, I could see opportunity, right? It's basically like the microwave is just another tool that basically happens to be in 90% of Americans' kitchens. 
So you're not asking someone to purchase a whole new product that takes up space in their kitchen. They don't, you know, they, they already have a microwave. The question is, how do you make more use of it? And the reason you would make more use of it is that it cooks food really fast and potentially really, really well. Yeah, no, definitely. It works amazing. And um, I think it's definitely on my holiday shopping list for more than a few people because I think it's such a great, great thing. How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around, available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning, too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is The Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell, or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. 
And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of The Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for The Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. So when when I think about this journey, maybe a lot of people uh, think, oh, Steph must be a chef. Uh, how mm. did she get into this? Um, mm. You know, I know that you and I talked a little bit about how your father really played a role in your life in terms of his entrepreneurship. Uh, mm-hmm. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I come from a family of entrepreneurs, which is a really, a really fortunate background to be part of as part of this concept. I grew up thinking that of course you can start something, but like, why wouldn't you be able to start something? Um, it was not like a thing where I was like, Oh, it's really, it, it, there wasn't like a huge mental barrier to it. It wasn't like a, something big to overcome. Um, my dad started a cookware company um, that is Meyer Corporation and now has many brands underneath it, many of which are very household recognizable names like um, Anilon, Circulon, KitchenAid, Farberware. And so I, 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 it's kind of in my blood that, you know, it was a possibility, but I'd never, I didn't have a particular idea. I didn't set out being like, I'm going to start my own thing necessarily. It started more because of the concept and the idea behind microwave cookware. It started first and foremost from the idea of microwave cookware being potentially very valuable, um, as opposed to from me deciding that I needed to be an entrepreneur. Um, and the reason why the microwave cookware piece was like, I latched onto it is that my background is mostly in food, um, and cooking. I've, I've held a number of different food related positions in my life. I was, um, an intern at Chez Panisse with Alice Waters when I was in college. Um, I worked at a restaurant in a restaurant kitchen in Hong Kong. I interned at Severe Magazine one summer. And then I ended up working at a food tech startup called Just um, right before I joined Any Day or right before we started Any Day. Um, And so 
food has, has always been in and around my life, but what I've noticed, I gravitated towards, at least from a personal level, I cooked all the time, is I loved cooking foods, especially I loved hosting. Um, I loved cooking foods that were very, very delicious and very, very easy. So I, I always think about it as like a scale of deliciousness to effort ratio. I love uh-huh. cooking when it's high deliciousness and low effort. Um, and that's always been true. Um, and long before, true long before I, I latched onto this idea of cooking in the microwave. Um, and so when I realized that you could legitimately make really good salmon, really good broccoli, really good potatoes in like literally 20 to 30% of the time that it would take to cook something on the stove, I really resonated with that idea. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a concept that, you know, we ended up launching in deep pandemic and people were right in the middle of feeling of needing to cook for their families three times a day, Mm -hmm. clean up three times a day. Um, and so it just becomes as much as I love cooking, it can become a slog, um, after time, you know, and, and even depending on who you are, it might be a slog immediately. (laughs) Um, or, um, even if you love it, it can still be, it can still be tough to find the time in your day to do that. So that's what we, that's what we set out to do is basically create, a brand and a product that can give people their free time back. I love it. So where did the name come from? We went through a bunch of different potential names, um, but I loved the idea of having a name that connoted, immediately connoted something related to time. Um, Initially, I was really banking on like, let's call it like Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday um, because I, I wanted the idea of like, it's really easy to cook on a weekday, um, which is normally for people, you're just like, oh man, it's it's after work. What do I do? How do I get dinner on the table? Especially now that I'm actually a new mother. And so the concept of like finishing work, dealing with baby and cooking simultaneously is is quite daunting. Um, so I, I was, I was really into this idea of calling it like Wednesday. <laughs> um, but we ran into lots of trademark things we're like, ah, you can't do that. And we're like, okay. Someone on my team was like, what if we said any day? And I just loved it for like the, uh, like just a hint of whimsicality, uh-huh. um, and a hint of freedom to it. Like it doesn't have to be every day. You can cook with it any day, you know? Um, but something that I hear, I see and hear again and again from customers is they're just like, Steph, I use my any day every day. And so <laughs> I guess it could have been every day as well, but I, I loved, I latched onto the name any day. I love it. So you started initially as direct to consumer, you talked about the pandemic and, uh, you're going to be going into some retail uh, partnerships coming up. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, we're so excited to launch. Our first brick and mortar store launch will be with William Sonoma and it will be in January. Um, and I, I truly couldn't have asked for a better partner to launch in real life, real brick and mortar stores with. They are, they are they've been the, the crux of the premium gour- gourmet kitchenware world for forever. Um, and I think it's a, it's a very solid nod to how 
even people who love fancy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, definitely. Um, they like the, the idea of cooking in the microwave doesn't have to be something that is for um, low, like new cooks, or doesn't have to be for people who aren't great cooks, or, um, you know, it can be for people who love cooking. It spans a wide, wide range. And William Sonoma is just a fantastic, they're so good at storytelling that as well. Yeah, no, I think it'll be great. And, and definitely I, I see a cookbook in your, in your future as well. So <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, there's, it's not that you necessarily need it, but I think you could definitely do that and you totally. include a bunch of different recipes in the box, uh, Absolutely. that I received actually, which was, uh, which was super, super helpful. So what's the key difference between the, your, cookware and like a glass dish, for example, if somebody is, yeah. uh, and, and maybe even some of the plastic that's out there yeah. too. What are some, right. some of the key things for people to visualize about that? Right. Totally. Totally. So if you were to cook in the microwave, here are some options that you could do that. Obviously there's the any day. You could also take like a Pyrex bowl, um, like a, a glass bowl, like you said, in theory, you could put like plastic wrap on top of that. Um, or you could take like a Pyrex dish and like use their plastic lid to put on top of that. Um, or you could do like, uh, you could even do a ceramic bowl, although glass is better um, for a couple of, of reasons. But you could do a ceramic bowl. You could also like put a plate on top in theory, mm -hmm. like as a lid. Um, there are options out there. Um, and, and there are also like plastic, like fully plastic pieces of microwave cooker. Like if you looked on Amazon right now, um, you, you'd see quite a lot of plastic there. Two things. Um, well, starting with the plastic of all of the things that people have preconceived notions about the microwave, like, you know, people think, oh, it's not safe. It's not healthy. Um, it can't cook really good food. You shouldn't put plastic in it. Of all of those things, literally the only thing that is actually true is the plastic one. You should not put plastic in the microwave. Um, and a big study actually just came out in Nature magazine, um, in the in Nature publication, that basically shows just how bad it is for you. Um, and not to scare not to do do any kind of scaring here. Essentially, in short, it releases a lot of these like microplastics and nanoplastics directly mm -hmm. into your food. Um, and those are proven to be really bad for the body. And you're talking about uh, the actual containers as well as like uh, saran wrap or? Both. Yeah. Both of them. Exactly. Interesting. Even if it says it is microwave safe, basically there are there there are very few... FDA regulations on what microwave safe actually constitutes. Um, in base, the primary criteria is that it doesn't melt in the microwave if you do it for like a short period of time. Um, mm -hmm. Now, when you're cooking in the microwave, you can cook for it. It can take, you know, depending on what the thing is, like broccoli, three minutes is enough. Um, but if you're doing rice, you're probably cooking that at the lower power level for like 20 minutes, for example, mm -hmm. or um, potatoes. You're probably cooking that for like eight, nine minutes, depending on how many are in the dish. Um, so 
microwave cooking, you're actually using, the microwave is going for a significant period of time. The plastic lids and plastic containers definitely just don't cut it from a sturdiness perspective. Um, and so what the any day does instead is we have a, the, the magic of the micro of the microwave cooking really lies in the way that our lid is designed. So it's a, mm -hmm. it's a glass lid, which is, doesn't exist out there in the market. And it's has a silicone rim around it. So what that silicone rim does is it traps the steam inside the dish and doesn't let it escape. Because if you didn't have a lid, basically what would happen is your food would end up dry and tough because all of the moisture in the food would evaporate. Um, and that's what ends up with, with bad food coming out of the microwave. But if you have a dish that traps the steam in, it basically effectively turns your microwave into a super powered steamer. It's a mm. steamer, but much faster because the microwave is cooking the food itself. Um, and then if that food is generating the steam and that's, that's also what's helping it cook very evenly. This episode of The Kara Golden Show is sponsored by NordVPN, the fastest VPN out there. Let's add some context, because maybe there are a few of you listening who aren't quite sure what a VPN is and why you might need it. A VPN is a virtual private network that protects your internet connection and privacy. It allows you to take control of your IP address so you aren't worrying about cyber threats or data security. Have you ever used a public network to connect? Of course you have. Maybe you didn't realize what kind of threats your info might be vulnerable to. Using these public networks is exactly where so many get hacked. But using NordVPN allows you to browse in full privacy and not worry about anyone being able to see your data. And that means those sneaky hackers won't be able to see your info. Really. Or how about when you are shopping online? We all have experienced or heard about credit card theft. Using NordVPN for this activity is useful as well. You can avoid targeted pricing, fake websites, and bait-and-switch attacks and shop securely knowing your credit card details are safe from snoopers, even on those public networks. Maybe you are thinking that using a VPN is complicated? Nope. It's super easy to use. It just takes a few clicks and you're done. NordVPN has over 5,000 servers worldwide covering 60 countries, running on every major platform, even your TV. And speaking of TV, don't let your location limit what you can watch or the games you can play when you are traveling. If there's a streaming platform or a game not available in your country, you can simply change your virtual location to make it all happen. And the best part is there's no more bandwidth throttling with NordVPN. It encrypts all of your traffic so your internet service provider can't slow down your streaming speed. And that, my friend, is so key. Using NordVPN is really a no-brainer. Plus, with my exclusive NordVPN offer, it's really easy to make the decision to give NordVPN a try. Go to nordvpn.com slash show to get my exclusive offer. That's nordvpn.com slash show. So you mentioned that 
you had worked at or worked with Alice Waters, uh, did an internship there when you were in college, which is amazing. Uh, And she is the legendary Chapinese. But you also went to Hong Kong and worked at the drawing room and you worked for a startup uh, called Just for a while. What do you think you pulled away from all those experiences that maybe gave you the courage. I always say, like, it's very difficult uh, for people to uh, admire their parents until later, right? Odd in life. And you probably, right. you know, look back and ask, ask your parents, uh, your dad questions about um, different aspects about the business. But I have to believe that all of those different experiences that you experienced outside Mm -hmm. of your house was really Mm -hmm. instrumental in helping you know that you could, right? But I'd love to hear that. Yeah, for sure. I have so much respect for all of the people and, and companies that I've worked for in the past. At Just, I, the most recent, the role that I had most recently before I started Any Day was as chief of staff. Um, and I would say that role more than anything allowed me to understand the scope of what running a business entails. Um, mm-hmm. Because as chief of staff, you're essentially you're essentially helping the CEO with whatever is highest priority of that moment, whether it is something internally or something externally, like fundraising. Um, and restructuring and maybe getting projects off to a good start and then handing it off to someone else to finish. Um, it's just a very good, um, very good look into lots of different parts of the business. So that prepared me well, mm-hmm. I would say, um, for figuring out what, what the first steps of creating any day needed to look like from a marketing standpoint, from a product standpoint, even from a just a company building standpoint, like who do I need on my team? What kind of people are the right people um, on my team? Um, so that was that was really wonderful. And then even just from like a two of my two of my previous work experiences really helped shape values of what I of what I wanted to do with my life as well. I would say just and working with Alice both of whom were very, very focused on this idea of accessibility of really Mm -hmm. good food. Um, And from Alice's angle, it's like she started the entire sort of local and organic food movement on the West Coast. She believed that local or an organic did not have to be for just this, you know, tiny slice of the population. It should be much more available in, in grocery stores and in restaurants and I think she contributed a lot to the fact that organic is and local are such big concepts as they are today. Um, totally. And yeah, so, you know, she, she really believed that if, as long as you have, you make it, you put it in front of people and they can taste how good it is. That's a really, a, a really big game changer in getting someone to, um, I think an e-commerce term. So I'm thinking convert yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. in, in that way. And in the same way, in a similar way, I would say just my former CEO, Josh Tetrick, was laser focused on this idea. Just as a company essentially makes um, plant-based eggs, plant-based mayonnaise, um, et cetera. 
they were really focused on this idea that the the good option should be the easy option. So good, meaning healthier and more sustainable options should be really easy as in uh, it should be affordable. It should be accessible in, in, in grocery stores and it should be maybe most importantly, very, very delicious. So just as delicious as, um, as what the conventional method is. The same types of ideas shaped my thinking on any day. For me, microwave cooking should never be an inferior um, way of cooking. It should be the results, the literal results of the food should be just as good, if not better than the conventional method. So just take like mashed potatoes, for example. Typically, when you make mashed potatoes, you're taking out a pot, you're boiling a lot of water, you're putting the potatoes in, you're cooking them. That whole process probably takes like at least 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you're draining it. You've like dirtied a lot of dishes in this time period. Um, for the any day, you just put the potatoes in, you microwave it, you add some cream and butter and salt, and then you mash it right in one bowl. And it's just like literally from end to end takes 10 minutes. Um, so probably like a, uh, a fourth of the amount of time that it takes to make mashed potatoes normally. And yet the results are even better than, than what you would get on stovetop. Um, the potatoes don't lose any potatoiness to the water. Um, they don't lose any nutrients to the, the water as well. And um, all in all, it's just like a much better user experience. And that's critical for me. That To me, that signals that's really what we're all about is we're not trying to find something that is almost as good as but not quite um, as a normal way, it's really about like, what are we, what do, what does the microwave excel at even more than any other method? So as you get people excited about your brand and people are purchasing any day, how do you stay connected with this consumer? Because obviously yeah. uh, you talked about the potatoes and, and right. uh, making all this great food, but you don't control, you're right. not in their kitchen. So how do you yeah. keep them excited and, and um, so that you really understand uh, maybe how else you can help solve problems for them, but right. also uh, what are kind of their pain points? Right. That's a great question. The main way we do it is by creating a lot of ongoing content mm -hmm. um, that is intended to sort of pave their, pave their path to cooking in the microwave. So it starts from, you know, obviously, well, I guess the whole journey starts before they convert, but even at, right after they convert, we put a lot of emphasis on onboarding and what that experience looks like. Um, you know, we have a whole landing page. We have recipe cards, like you mentioned, in the box. Um, and, and if they engage with us in any way over email, over social, or in, we have like a Facebook community, that's a really good way for us to get real time feedback for them, both for us to deliver them actually useful content that allows them to just make the most of their dishes, which I just strongly, strongly believe in the flywheel. So I just believe that if a consumer is greatly delighted by a product experience, they will definitely tell all of their friends. It's a very it's a, it's a type of product that it's very easy to tell some about. It's like, whoa, did you know that I cooked this in the microwave? And they're like, what? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. So if you had to name the hero product from your line, what would that be? The product we started off with is still probably our either one or two bestseller, which is the everyday set. Um, it comes with four bowls, four of the four of the glass dishes um, with the lids in four different sizes. So we've got like a large shallow dish, large deep dish, medium shallow dish, and a medium deep dish. And the sizes are intended to cook different things. Like you can use any of them to, for example, steam vegetables. But like the large deep dish is really the one you want to use when you're making rice or like quinoa or pasta. Um, the large shallow dish is one that you want to make if you're making, you know, crispy bacon or salmon or um, like long, long vegetables like sweet potatoes or asparagus. Um, and mediums, the mediums are just like a smaller vessel to cook smaller things. So like poached eggs are really perfect in like the medium shallow dish um, and medium deep. Like any I use basically use the medium deep for all vegetables. So it, it yeah. has all the different sizes. And the idea is that you not just cook, you don't, it's, the, the dishes are not just for cooking. They're also for serving mm-hmm. and storing and reheating, right? So it's a, it's a, it's a single, single dish that goes, that feels very at home in many different environments in your kitchen and in your home, um, which is part of the magic of the experience that is, is hard to, it's hard to sort of visualize how that feels until you actually have one and are using it. But yeah, I would say the everyday set is our main bestseller, um, followed pretty closely by the complete set, which is the same thing, but also has two small dishes uh, as well, which are which are primarily really, really good for reheating. Awesome. So what has been the biggest challenge or sort of uh, surprise challenge in building your own company? Obviously, you've been around incredible entrepreneurs and disruptors uh, and people that have scaled businesses. But now you're sitting in this spot and you've got to figure stuff out as every great entrepreneur has to do. What has been one of the more challenging aspects that maybe has surprised you? Mm. I feel like I had, I had a lot of challenge, especially pre-launch. Um, it's that moment where actually not just a single moment, many, many moments. I feel like I would like lie awake at night thinking about this. It's you haven't, you're still in the process of building something, but it hasn't Mm -hmm. launched yet. You haven't, you don't have something to show for yourself yet and show, show the world yet of what you're working on. You just have a concept um, that you are, that you're building. I think in those moments, it's very, it was very easy for me to become pretty paralyzed by self-doubt. Like, is it, is this even a good idea? Like, I don't know how people are going to respond to this. I can ask friends, you know, and they're kind of like, they kind of feel obligated to tell you like, oh yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> um, but there, you don't know how the larger public will react. And especially mm-hmm. for the any day concept in particular, where we're, we're going pretty out there, you know, we're telling people to use their microwave to cook food. Um, it's just a very foreign concept for a lot of people. And I was, I was, I had a lot of self doubt that it would be received in a positive way. I got over the self-doubt, which is amazing. <laughs> Primarily, I think Dave, Dave, David Chang um, had a big part to play in, 
in helping me realize that like, no, Steph, like this is actually like a really big opportunity. Like this could, our goal with this is to have the any day become the next instant bot. It fulfills a lot of the same value props, right? Of like cook in a very fat, cook very quickly in a very hands-off way um, and end up with really good results, except for more instant than the instant pot. Um, so it's pushing through, pushing through the moments of difficulty and the moments of self-doubt and knowing that you feeling confidence that you are on the right path if you believe in it strongly. I love it. So when you close your eyes and think about the brand that you've mm. built, uh, what are you most proud of? I, I always love to ask mm. this question because of everything that you just said, where you have a lot of self-doubt, but it, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff that you're doing in the background that you don't get any credit for, uh, right. not only as an individual, but as a company that you feel like, wow, like we've really done amazing things. I mean, at mm -hmm. Hint in the very early days, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. we were able to to do a product um, that was shelf-stable without using preservatives in it. Yes. And we were able right. to figure out for the industry how to do that. Um, right. We didn't come wow. from the industry. And so it's something that I'm incredibly proud of. And that extended yeah. over the years, you know, when I met consumers mm -hmm. and how we were helping people uh, yeah. to get healthy. But I'm always... Uh, I think it's something that all entrepreneurs need to kind of reflect on too, because yeah. it's really what's the big picture, right? Yeah, what's the big picture? And maybe it's something that you know you don't get interviewed for very often because uh, there's other things that are more important, like a, a new uh, item Product that you launch. have in your set yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Right. But I think it's it's always something that uh, that you should look at. And what would yeah. you say that would be today? I think it's that we have made big inroads in changing people's minds about the microwave mm -hmm. and created it as a legitimate cooking, basically rebranded, reframed um, this, this, the microwave um, and helped people see that it is a legitimate cooking tool that's already in your kitchen. And to me, that's reflected in a number of different ways. It's, it's reflected in, the New York Times writing an article about how a perfect way to cook rice is in your microwave. They didn't mention any day, but the fact that they had an article out, the New York Times is feels comfortable going out there to be like, hey, you should cook rice in your microwave is incredible to me. Um, and a lot of a lot of bloggers and one that I have a lot of respect for in particular is called Simply Recipes. Earlier this year released an entire library of microwave cooking recipes. They did feature any day, which I was excited about, but that the fact that we have changed the societal discussion of mm -hmm. what a microwave can do is it, it, it makes me feel, um, there's a lot of, um, validation there in, in like the work that my, my team has put in, um, whether or not we are, uh, you know, mentioned in the particular pieces, it's just now it's not something, at least it's starting to become, it's not just a thing that like, you know, in the beginning, we might've put ourselves out there and we're like, we're explaining much more about how you can cook in the microwave. 
And now it's not so crazy to people anymore. They're like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. Oh, I've seen David Chang do that before. Oh, I've seen this on um, New York Times, you know. Um, So we've actually had to change the way that we talk about it now. It's no Mm -hmm. longer as much of a shock factor. Um, And it's more now about like how to make microwave cooking even more optimal um, and get the best results out of it. And what is the breadth of what you can make as opposed to you can cook anything and, you know, you can cook like vegetables in a microwave. That concept is less foreign to people now because of any day. So last question, best advice that you've received uh, that's really been helpful in building your business or uh, what advice would you give to people who are thinking about starting their own company? Hire the right people. Yeah. I think the team is the team is just the most the most foundational part of what a company is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you're able to accomplish on a day-to-day basis with the right team. And I love my team. Uh, we're a group of eight right now. Um, and they, you know, everyone is everyone is really engaged, really in it. They believe in the vision and in the mission of what we're trying to achieve. Um, and that makes all the difference because mm-hmm. that, that scales what I'm able to do, what the whole company is able to do, right? It's no longer like a, there's no need to micromanage. It's just like give a general, the general goal, the general interest in various different categories of things that we do. And they can run with it. Um, which is just like a both very productive and also very empowering for everyone. Definitely. And, you know, you touched on the mission and the purpose and right. everybody believes in it. When you have somebody, especially early on, that is skeptical, they're just doing it for a job, like that is, uh, it, it's poison. And an organization as small as yours too. Exactly, exactly. So not just, you're you're completely right. It's, are they the right cultural fit? Like, Mm -hmm. do they embody the types of values that you want on your team? Because every single team member for a group that small makes an outsized impact, both on the work that gets actually gets done and also on the culture of the team. And I would say like a part two piece of advice on that. So if if part one is like hire the right people, part two is as a founder, I think it's incredibly important to imbue that foundational why into your team um, Mm -hmm. and that foundational vision and mission. And it's actually not just to your direct team members too, which is a a definite, you definitely need that. Um, It's also for your partners. Um, and it's for agencies that you work with, your paid marketing, your PR, your anyone that you work with. If they, if they're team members too, right? We have to remember that it's not just like a separate like barrier Mm -hmm. thing, right? It's, it's, if you bring them in on how, how you see, um, the brand and how you see the world changing as a result of it, they are that much more bought in to what you're trying to do. And they are. That comes through in the work that they do for you. So true. So Steph Chen, thank you so much. We'll have all of the info for any day in the show notes, but really appreciate you taking us through 
your journey and telling us a lot more about the brand. It's very, very inspiring. And uh, Mm. I appreciate you. you coming on. So thanks again. And thanks everyone for listening. Thanks again for listening to The Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023 and goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head-on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.